Welcome to Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep. I'm here to help you discover and get clear on how you operate as your best self to create more success, more happiness, and more peace in your daily life and business. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep, and I am so excited that you're here because today we are going to be talking about mapping out your priorities. So this is going to be a bit of a like a bite-sized training. So come back and listen to it again when you have a pen and a piece of paper, because I think today is going to be so great in having you map out the things that are important to you. Okay. So now that you have listened to the slower mornings episode, that's episode number two. So make sure you listen to that. You know how to start your off your day with setting intentions and feeling better about moving into your day. So it can flow into a day that feels more successful and more aligned with you. So you're setting your day with feeling really, really good, but how do you start off your work day? How do you get into that work mode? So that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. So when you're working for yourself, this is is especially important. It takes us a special type of discipline, right? To be able to sit down, start working and start feeling like I felt really busy today, but did I get anything done? That's sometimes what I feel like is like, gosh, I what did I even do today? And I felt so busy, busy, busy. And that is why it's so super important to figure out what you need to be doing right now. And a lot of times we think that if only I could better manage my time, you think that it's about time management. And we do know that everybody has the same 24 hours in the day, Beyonce, Oprah, whoever else it is that has the same 24 hours in the day. And we think, okay, if I could just get more help or if I could just have the same resources, but the thing is we all still have that same 24 hours. So it's not really about time management, but priority management. Okay. So when you're prioritizing everything, you're prioritizing nothing. You really have to map out your priorities for the season that you're in to remember without having to dig into what are my priorities? What am I supposed to be doing? When you map them out, it makes it so easier for you to dig in immediately when you sit down to work at your desk. So today I'm going to go through mapping out your priorities for your business. And then I'm going to move that into mapping out your priorities on a personal level. Okay. So I want you to know first that you're capable. You're more than capable of doing everything. It's just that you can't do it all at the same time. So when you map out your priorities, think of it as a triangle, a triangle of three priorities. Okay. Imagine a triangle. And so when you're thinking about that for your business, what are the things that you're going to prioritize as the projects in your business that you're working on right now? So when you are sitting down at your desk at the start of the day, you can prioritize those three things, those three things, your priority triangle. And so for me right now, what I'm prioritizing at Q the Clarity is the podcast, the emails, and high-level workbooks. So imagine a triangle, okay? Again, that was 
podcasts, emails, and high-level workbooks. And so every day that I'm working on those, I'm sitting down to work on that. I will give you a little side tip too, if you're working with clients or if you're finding it hard to remember what you did the previous day. What I used to do when I had a lot of clients was I would have a file folder for each client. And in the file folder on the front of it, I would staple to it a piece of paper. And it was kind of the breakdown of whatever the project was. Let's say it was, you know, I'm working on a, I don't know, an annual report for this particular client. And then on the front of it, I would write a log of everything I did. So it was like the date plus emailed them the second proof and then another date, made changes, third date, whatever it was I was doing, like, um, talk to Grant and he said, blah, blah, blah. Also inside the folder was printouts of things that I might've needed or emails that were really important or whatever else it was. And then at the end of the day, I would have this stack of file folders that I could go to um, with each of my clients. So then when I was sitting down, I knew, oh, okay, this is what I did yesterday or the day before or a week ago. Um, if they haven't gotten back to me, I knew the last date of correspondence because I wrote it down with the last email date that I had emailed them. And I didn't have to think about any of it. So that was really easy for me to keep on top of multiple clients and know where I had left off. You can do the same thing for these projects. So I could have a file folder that said podcast and print out everything about the podcast that I had to, you know, upload the initial podcast episodes, what show notes I was going to have, what my ultimate goal was, and then write down the things I had done. So then when I'm sitting down, I know how to take that first step because I remembered where I left off. And so when you're thinking about those three projects, like I had mentioned, I want you to think about why. Why those three projects? Why are they important to you right now? And the reason why that I'm just going to give the example again of the podcast, why that was important to me was because when I was transitioning into starting Cue the Clarity, I wasn't sure if I was going to start a podcast again. Podcasts are a lot of work. They're a lot of work with editing. They're a lot of work with recording, scheduling, interviewing, if that's... And I wasn't sure if I was going to go into that again immediately or if it was something that I wanted to do later on or if at all. And as I was journaling out in my slower mornings what I wanted in this new version of my business and my life, I realized how important having a podcast was to me. When we had started my previous podcast, The Product Boss, I was the one who initially had edited it and uploaded everything and really figured out the operations of it. And I loved doing it. And though it was hard work, I loved being in charge of the podcast. And when I was in that transition of moving into my own business, I wasn't sure because I felt so many emotions around it. So when I was coming back to neutral, neutral emotions, I was like, oh, I really do enjoy having a podcast and it is important to me. So I put that at the top of my list for the things I wanted to focus on as I debuted this new venture of my own. And so as I was going through like what's important to me, and I want you to do this for your own business, why is it important to you? Is it helping you to make money? Because at the end of the day, you do need to make money from your business and be profitable. 
Um, Is it helping you to establish your brand or giving you more exposure? Is it helping you to create a connection with your audience, your clients, or your customers, you know, creating that establishment of trust with them? Are you sure that it lines up with your values and your vision for your business? So I'm going to move to why I picked emails. Okay. And so I did that for podcasts because yes, podcasts, it doesn't make me money, but it definitely is a cog in the wheel to be able to make me money. And so anytime that I'm thinking about, okay, I know that my business will eventually need to make me money and the podcast will help with that because it does those other things. It establishes my new brand. It um, increases my exposure. It helps to create a connection with my audience, my clients, or my customers. And it lines up with my values and my vision for my business. So check, check, okay? With emails, um, emails don't necessarily make me money yet, but it definitely is a cog in the wheel like what I had mentioned with the podcast, It's helping me establish my brand and increase my exposure. It definitely is helping me increase my connection with my audience, clients, or customers. I really want an engaged list. I want to be able to connect with people via email. I love the power of words. And I think that that is really important in establishing a connection. So I knew that emails are important to me. And then also lining it lines up with my values and my vision for the business. So that was emails. And the next is um, high-level workbooks. That is, is it going to make me money? Yes, I hope so. That is kind of the full idea. And I'm working so hard on those. And I, I... it's definitely stepping me out of my comfort zone because I keep, I keep hitting a challenge, you know, of, is this good enough? Am I on the right track? All those things that are just more so limiting beliefs. And I have to keep working through that in order to not stop myself, but putting something out there that feels really good to me. And so I know I'm on the right track with that. And I'm so excited and really proud of the things that I'm working on for these high-level workbooks that are going to come out. Hopefully very soon, I'm working on that in the background. Um, It also establishes my brand, increases my exposure, and helps to create a connection with my audience, clients, or customers. It also lines up with my values and the vision I have for the business. So all these priorities that I'm talking about are for the rest of the year. I should have mentioned that at the very beginning, as I was teaching you, what are your three priorities that will wrap up the end of 2023? This is because we only have, you know, less than two months left as you're hearing this. What will that focus be for you. Before, when I was mapping out my priorities, I would map them out in quarters, quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. And what I realized is that in my life and business, as I've integrated that together, the four-month increments are actually more beneficial for me. You might find that for yourself, so you might want to think of it in the same way. So here is how I'm starting to plan more so of that integration of my life and business. So it goes January, February, March, April, four months, because I know that I can focus heavily on certain priorities that have to do with my business, a hyper-focus on more of my business than on other things, perhaps. Then in May, June, July, and August, 
it's going to be very heavily focused on my family. Uh, That's when my family seems to need me more, or there's just more activities that we do as a family, more school activities, more family activities, you know, starting in May, May is pretty much swamped with classroom parties or wrapping up the school year or making sure that my kids feel guided through that month in particular, because it gets very, very busy. And so that is May, June, July, and August. And then September, October, November, and December are when I can really think about what are my priorities in that season? Are they going to shift? So we're at the tail end of that, what I consider to be that four month. So November and December, right? Where my focus is slightly different right now. And I want to help you through those priorities of setting it up for the rest of this year. So going back to what my priorities are now, it is podcast, email, and high level workbooks. And I have a goal attached to each one. So when you're writing down what's important to you, know that there's other things that you're saying no to, but parking for later on. So for example, you can see that I did not say that I'm prioritizing social media. I am really getting to enjoying Instagram again. And I love the the interaction that can happen through the DMs. But right now it's not one of my top three priorities. If it was, I'd probably be putting more of a focus on doing reels and posts. And it's not to say that I'm not doing any of that. It's just to say that that comes after my top three priorities of me sitting down thinking about, okay, I'm going to tackle these three priorities when I start my day after my slower morning. And then I'm going to, if I have room in the day, or if I feel like I have this sudden burst of inspiration for something else outside of those three priorities, then I'll jump into social media. And then also that is the same with perhaps like networking or partnerships that takes a lot of bandwidth too. And I know that I want to do more of that in 2024. So I'm going to park that for 2024. Same with team or culture building or leadership building. I start to build a team out. I know that that will slowly shift into more of a priority for myself in a different season of my business and life. And I want to say there's different seasons in your business as a whole too. And that can really have you thinking about these priorities in a different way too. Are you in a growth focused year or are you in a stabilization focused year? Are you in a growth focused season of your business or are you in a stabilization focused season of your business, right? There's an ebb and flow to all of it. And I think that we get caught up in thinking that every year is supposed to be a growth year. And that can be really, really hard on you and on your business, because doubling every single year is not sustainable. When you're thinking about sustainability of your business, there will be seasons and years of stabilization that you will need to prioritize stabilizing, or your wheels will end up falling off, right? In your business, in your life, because there isn't a pause for a stabilization year where you're able to reprioritize what is important to you for that um, season of your business. Okay, so from that, I want you to sit down and think, what are your three priorities? And then everything else can be parked for later on in when the year turns to 2024, okay? Because at the end of this year, you're starting to know that I am going to 
um, anticipate the audit is what I think of. I'm going to anticipate the audit. So at the end of the year, I'm going to audit. Did this work for me? How did it go? Did I reach my goals? So for example, my goal for the podcast is actually to get a hundred podcast reviews. It could have been like a downloads, what's a unit of measure, but I decided to go with a hundred podcast reviews. I don't actually know if that's feasible or not. I just threw a number out there and I'm going to go for it. So at the end of the year, I am anticipating the audit of, did I make that goal Was I successful in that goal? And do I need to adjust it? And does it still feel aligned to me? Same with emails. I have a certain number of engaged emails that I want to maintain a certain open rate. And I want to see what the click-through rate is. So same with my high-level workbooks, how many sales have I made? And is my messaging correct on those in how I'm presenting those to the world? And so you can start to see I'm anticipating the endpoint of when I'm going to do that audit to reconfigure what my priorities will be as I go into the first quarter of 2024. Okay, my friends. And then let's talk about personal priorities. So when you're thinking about your priorities, show me your calendar and I will show you what your priorities are right now. If you have your entire calendar filled up with only your business, then of course, that's when you know your priorities are your business right now. But I want you to build in your slower mornings or your self-care in there because you need to care about yourself as well. And if you want to shift those, you shift your calendar. When I was really, really hustling It was the only thing in my calendar. I would enter my world. I would enter my personal life, giving it my leftover energy. It was like all my energy was going towards hustling and building the business. And then my leftover energy was going towards my kids and my family. And that is when it's kind of the cold, hard truth of my realization of when I prioritize everything, I'm prioritizing nothing. So I had to sit down and think, what are my priorities and how am I going to change that? My calendar is a mirror and it changed, my life changes when my calendar changes. So I want you to really think about that. Okay. When you're starting to build out your calendar and build that in there as much as you do your, your business mechanics. Okay. It's hard when you're an entrepreneur and you want to have it all. You're doing it all. You're a mother too. At least I found as being a mom that I felt like I want to have it all, but I realized in order for me to have it all, I actually had to prioritize the things that were important to me in that season and let go of the rest. So when you're thinking about your personal priorities, what are your personal priorities? And I'm going to share with you mine, and maybe that will help you come up with your own. So my personal priorities right now are, one is my health. I'm going to be really diligent about taking vitamins that are right for me in this season. I also am really focused on figuring out my hormones. My hormones have been kind of like this thorn in my side that has been growing and growing into this whole vine of thorns. And so figuring that out from the hormone point of view is what my focus is. I'm also going to be diligent about putting into my calendars my slower mornings. 
one of my friends, Holly, she is a full swing PR. She said to me, she's like, I'm actually a slower mornings person too. I actually don't start my workday until 10 a.m. Then she goes into her workday and her team is knows her calendar and knows that when she comes in, she's going to hit the ground running, but she builds it into her calendar and her team understands that that's a healthy boundary for her. Same with Jacqueline. When we were at the product boss, when Jacqueline moved from East coast to West coast to California, it actually was, she w- she felt really overwhelmed because she missed that she had slower mornings when she lived in the East coast. She was able to kind of like acclimate herself to the day, but because she started on the West coast, it was like, we bombarded her with all the things that needed to happen as she was waking up. So her carving those slower mornings for her in the morning was really important for her in order for her to respond to the day with taking care of herself first, because then it wasn't this reactive overwhelm, like her responding to what everybody else's needs were. And then same with Rachel Rogers, who is a mentor of mine. She would build in a morning run every single day. She said that she would start out with a smaller run of like a mile, then two miles, then four miles. And she really built up to the time of taking care of herself. And I mention all these women because these women are of the most high achieving action oriented women that I know but they make sure that they prioritize their health and they build it into their calendar, knowing that they need that slower morning in order to set the intention for the day. And for me, I know that when I work on my health as a personal priority of mine, I start to feel more in a flow. And then as I get into the action of the day and getting into my priorities that I have established for myself, so then I can focus on those and I know that those are important to me, then I can get to work and feel like it feels really good. The next priority for me is my family, my kids and my husband, my marriage. So if you're with a partner, you know that sometimes then that can get pushed aside as well. So with my family, I make sure that now I am not giving them my leftover energy that we have built in family nights, date nights. I've actually done a lot of work in figuring out what their love languages are and instilling that into the actions I have for the day. So for example, my youngest daughter, her love language is gifts and gifts are they can be tangible gifts, but usually what what gifts and actually mine is acts of service and gifts is that that person needs consideration that you thought of them. And a lot of times that that comes in a tangible way, like, hey, I thought of you, I got this for you. But really at the heart of it is consideration. And so for my youngest daughter, when I was away these last couple of weeks, I would make sure I left her a little something with a note. I got her a little brush for her stuffed animals, like a special brush for her stuffed animals because she uses all these different brushes. And I surprised her with it. With my older daughter, hers is um, affirmations, words of affirmation. So I made sure that I texted her how proud I was of her for her resilience that she's built in in just so many things that she's just joined wrestling and I'm just really proud of her. So I made sure to tell her that with my husband, his is touch and words of affirmation. So I made sure to just be a little bit extra lovey dovey with him as well as telling him, him how grateful I was for him holding down the fort while I was away and he, him taking care of the kids, even though that's what he does 
all the time. He's the one who takes the kids to school, picks them up. You know, I'm the one who actually puts them to bed and he would be taking that over. But as you can see, I just made sure to take that into account. So that is family, you know, making sure that things are very action oriented as you prioritize the things that are important to you. And the next one for me is personal growth. So in that, I'm making sure to put onto my calendar therapy. I really am really digging human design. So I'm learning about that through courses, through assessments, and I'm just really enjoying it. Also leadership skills. I am reading more books about leadership and about building a team culture that feels really aligned so the team can embody the same values that I do. And so I'm learning more about that and building that in, in order to build my leadership skills up. So some other ideas that I have for you for personal goals that might be important to you that I have not mentioned for myself are one is, would be like financial acumen. So if your goal might be that I am able to understand finances in a better way, this is probably something that I should put on my list as a priority sooner than later. But I find that this is especially important for you if you have scarcity. So if you find yourself uh, spiraling out about numbers or feeling the fear and scarcity, this might be taking classes about profit and loss. It might be getting the right expert to help you or the right software and digging into that. It might be learning about long-term investments or long-term retirement and understanding that or understanding how much you spend as a household and setting a, a baseline budget as well as a buffer for you so you can feel really good and not going into scarcity. When you go into scarcity, what I tell myself is focus on the facts, focus on the facts. And so when I'm focusing on the facts and really looking at the numbers, um, it helps me to not spiral out because I've laid the groundwork in having that financial acumen. So that is something that you can build into your calendar as well if you find that to be important or necessary in what could happen in this wrap-up of the year. Another one is friendships. So if you want to build up your friendships, make sure you put that into your calendar or reaching out to your friends, having a lunch. You could have a walk and talk. You could build in fun activities, just building up those friendships and reaching back out to your friends and building that up. It also could be community involvement. When I think about the end of the year, there's lots of things that can be built into volunteering. Right now, a lot of voting stuff is happening. So it could be school board, it could be politics, whatever is important to you. So community involvement of volunteering or helping your kids volunteer or donating or decluttering the house and donating to good causes or um, Habitat for Humanity, where they're building a lot right now. So whatever it is of community involvement that you want to partake in, build that into your calendar. So those are just some examples of what you could do. And I know that I had set goals for the professional goals, the business goals that I had of podcast, email, and high-level workbooks. But for these, my personal goals, I'm really finding that it's intangible. So you'll start to see it a difference in yourself in the writing that you do in slower mornings, in your journaling, because you'll start to write about, has my bandwidth change? Are there things that I'm finding that are lighting me up? Are there things that make me feel like I'm growing my self-worth and my self-confidence? 
So those are the ways that I've seen that the personal goals, you know, I know that like health, you can put measurement to it where you're like, losing a certain amount of weight or you're intaking a certain amount of calories. I actually don't tackle my personal goals that way, but you might. So you could attach those metrics if you want to. It could be that you have a certain amount of family time, but I'm finding that the audit that comes out is in those journaling pages that I do in my slower mornings. So slower mornings is silence, liquids, outside, writing, exercise and reading, doing that audit on a regular basis in my slower mornings. Okay. So with that, I want you to write down three priorities for your personal goals. So again, it's three priorities for your business and three priorities for your personal goals. And then remember, anticipate that audit. So at the end of the year, make sure that you have some time to yourself to kind of write down, did I hit that goal? Was it successful in my mind? What did I learn from it? And is it still aligned with me? And then do I need to change anything going into 2024? Mine will shift because like I said, it will go into my season of January, February, March, April. And that is when I'm going to be diving into this whole parking lot of things I, that I said, hey, I want to come back to that for 2024. And then I'll decide whether or not that those are the things that I'm going to put into my calendar for my priorities. Okay. So I hope that helps for all of you in mapping out your priorities, what's important to you in this season of life right now, and what you're going to be focused on. And then if I need to shift those. So everybody, thanks so much for listening. Come back to this episode as many times as you need to and write these down because you will be able to reassess those priorities for yourself and share this, share this with a fellow business owner, share this with a fellow entrepreneur. I hope that helps and I will see you in the next episode.